In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love do believe in Marxism. It's a philosophy that I learned really early on in my organizing career. We were taught to learn about the systems that were criticizing capitalism. Whenever Patrice Culler said we're trained Marxists, she was telling the truth. She's a trained Marxist. And Eric Mann is the man who trained her. I spend my time right now organizing mainly young people that want to be revolutionaries. Young, primarily women, black, Latina, Asian. It's essentially based on guerrilla warfare principles, which is you're up against a far more powerful enemy. And you have a very small little army, and you're trying to figure out what this little army that maybe, at best, is um, like a flea bite. You know, how do you kill an elephant? flea bites. We start with the intersection of the black and Latino community as a strategic alliance that's central to building a broader multiracial left. This is the father of Black Lives Matter. The black trans women who have been murdered. To the extent that black people are involved, these are useful idiots. These are people who are fronts to carry out the agenda of white Marxists. If we don't have a base in the black and Latino community, we can't branch out. You gotta have a strategy. And that's at least my strategy. I do believe in Marxism. It's a there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Early go ahead. On. All right. Useful idiots. Useful idiots, puppets, brainwashed, indoctrinated women of color who are used, trained, and unleashed on a society because of the ideals and the craziness of a white, progressive, Marxist, left-wing Democrat. There you go, folks. There you go. Useful idiots. Marxism. And they're about to be unleashed on America again. Ladies and gentlemen, as we're 49 days to slow the spread of stupidity, I can almost promise you that within the next three weeks, we will see something that activates the Black Lives Matter Marxist group so as to lie to the world 
that we are a racist nation. Now, God forbid that be a cop killing somebody. God forbid that be a, a police officer, a member of the law enforcement community, shooting or hurting or killing anybody. But I guarantee you that they are about ready to be unleashed on the streets of America leading up to the midterm elections of 2022. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a blessing and an honor to be here with you every single day. As you see my hat, it says stay strapped. Stay strapped, ladies and gentlemen, because that summer of love is about to be a reality once again, especially as they're antagonizing, labeling, and criminally investigating Trump and his supporters, and you're rowling that side up, and they're doing everything they can under the sun that's illegal and illegitimate in order to get us even more riled up so they can call us terrorists, while they unleash the real terrorists, the Black Lives Matter Marxists, on the streets of the United States of America as we lead up to the midterms. 49 days to slow the spread of stupidity. Can you do it? Can you stop the spread of of stupidity? 49 days to stop that spread of stupidity. That means that that your little sharing and rumbling and liking fingers and your little interactive fingers need to be engaged. The more you're engaged, the more the word gets out. It's that simple. It's simple math. It's not common core. That means you got to do your part to slow the spread of stupidity, folks. And if that means the only thing you can do is share these videos out, then, then you know what? That is your part. But all of us have a part to play. And BLM will be, I promise you, they will be activated within the next 49 days. And we've got to stop this now. Folks, getting into Live from America today and getting in through uh, LFA TV today, I will tell you that yesterday was our best day yet when it comes to rumbles as far as the other shows on the network. Everybody broke the top 50, which has been pretty much on, on par for us. But two of the shows topped uh, uh, the top 30, and one show uh, besides mine topped the top 20. Loud Majority was in the top 20. Un, uh, Unafraid was in uh, the top 30. And Antonio was in the top 50. Now, usually we get 2,000 or more rumbles on Live from America. If you have the ability to rumble, for those who can, I'm going to ask you kindly to go back every single day and rumble the shows before me and after me. Even if if, if you're working and you can't watch them, I get it. But it's about the rumbles. It's not about the views. It's about the engagement. It's about the engagement. That's why it's called rumble, because you're rumbling for that top spot and not on views. They didn't do it on views because they knew that anybody could win a popularity contest. They did it based on who's more engaged. The LFA family has created so much change in this country since we started this. And Rumble understands that and appreciates that, and I appreciate it too. Thank you all very much. I'd, ask, I'd, I'd like to ask for prayers today for Sean Fintech and his wife. Sean, Sean Fintech and his wife found out that she has cancer. And they're going, to be, um, they're going to be in some serious financial and other problems uh, in the foreseeable future. We pray and ask for prayers that God will show them the way, be there for them to lean on. I, I very much encourage you, Sean and your wife, to uh, lean on the Holy Spirit during these times. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. Jesus is beside you and God is above you. Rely on all three. Rely on all three, and uh, we're going to raise money for Sean and his wife today. Uh, This has been an ongoing situation for quite a while with them, uh, but we're going to actually raise some money for them today because their financial burdens are becoming uh, overwhelming. So, ladies and gentlemen, today's Slurp Fund, unless uh, otherwise specified, uh, will go towards uh, Sean and his wife, and we are releasing $300 from the LFA Slurp Fund for them. So anything coming in besides what's already come in, and I'd like to thank uh, so far this morning, Melissa Steffi, uh, Netsky, and uh, Mocha Powered. 
Thank you very much for your donations this morning. Anything on top of that will go towards Sean Fintech and his wife, unless otherwise specified. And that includes anybody who donates on JeremyHarrell.com. Uh, thank you all very much. We need to keep our family lifted up. We need to keep our family supported in every way we possibly can. So thank you all, and please pray for them. Let's go to the Lord now. Uh, and, and, and this is a perfect segue into the Lord, uh, talking about the 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 love of God, talking about the love of the Lord, the salvation and the mercy and the grace of the Lord. Today I said fear of bad news is cancer itself. And how, how weird that this is all fitting in together. The, uh, God directs me to the morning newsletter every day. I don't, uh, I don't predicate it or uh, pick one based on what's going on in the LFA family. God knows this, not me. I said, hello and good morning. It's Tuesday, so that means we get to talk to each other on Telegram Coffee Talk Tuesday again. Some of you have been banned from Telegram for some reason on my channel, and I cannot unban people. I still don't know how to do that. I will be getting a hold of Telegram support to, or, to help me out on that. And I want to thank all monthly online donor, donors. Without you, we could never survive or budget for the next month. It's just that simple. The only sure income that we have is people signing up to be a monthly recurring donor. That gives us breathing room and an ability to prepare and schedule things ahead as needed. Truly, though, we just trust in God. And through the good and the bad, we have faith that this show will stay on air. Thank you to all who help. God bless. Verse of the day, going back to fear. Fear of bad news is cancer itself. Just the simple fear of the bad news is cancer itself. Verse of the day, Psalm 112, 6 through 8. If you've got your Bibles with you, please open them up. About the middle of your book, Psalm 112, 6 through 8. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. Psalm 112, 6 through 8. Folks, we are not made to be afraid. Do you think that God is afraid of anything? And if God makes us in his image, why are we to be afraid of anything? We are not made to be afraid. On the contrary, we are made to be unafraid. Mike Crispy knows a little bit about this, and that's a shameless plug to unafraid coming up right after Live from America today. I say this all the time. If God be for you, who can be against you? This is something that we should all live by every day. Fear is a liar. The devil is the father of lies. So when you feel afraid or scared to do something, you can bet that that is Satan behind it. Trying to pull you away from God's way of life and God's path that he's prepared for you. Trying to hold you back from achieving success in anything and everything that you do. By holding you back through fear, which does not really exist, kind of like COVID, he keeps you from a sense of worth. He keeps you from a sense of accomplishment, success, happiness, joy, and love. That is how crafty he is. He can make you feel afraid of absolutely nothing except your own mind. Through the art of deception, you end up destroying yourself. Satan is the master of causing self-destruction. That is why depression is such a big problem in our society. Satan has figured out a way to cause depression through TV, internet, radio, and just simple ways of society. Now, as Christians, we rise above all of that. Almost like a rainy day where the sky is so gray as far as the eye can see, and you're in a plane ready to take off. And as you climb, you start seeing the sun break through the clouds, break through the doom and gloom of the rainy day below to eventually be above all of that and above the clouds, and above the bad weather. You've been there. That is what being a Christian is like. We don't get caught up in the fear because we, don't, because we understand that it's all an illusion. A hallucination. Now we have to get other people to see the lies for what they are. Fake news. The lies are fake news. Fake news. Ladies and gentlemen, if you look at it, it's all fake. 
And we thank you, Jesus, that you and the Holy Spirit are with us daily to help us decipher between fiction, fake news, and reality. Thank you, Jesus. And in your holy name, we pray. Amen. Folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Let's keep Sean Fintech and his wife in our prayers. Let's keep all those who fear everything every day in our prayers. As we say this, as one LFA family, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Fear is a liar, ladies and gentlemen. Fear does not exist. Fear is a figment of your imagination. And once you walk in the light of God, you see it for what it is, weakness, weakness that you do not possess, that you are merely wearing like clothes. Shed that weakness, shed that fear, stand fed steadfast with your chest out and your head up high. You're wearing an armor of God and you've got a family of tens of thousands who are listening to you every single day. Reach out to them, be strong together. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we start our show today. God bless each and every one of you. Let's get busy. Get your little repost fingers working on Getter. We want 100 reposts before halfway through the show. Get your little Rumble fingers ready. And if you're watching on Roku or Fire Stick, God bless you. Come over to Rumble and Rumble for us. And then you can go back and watch on TV, okay? We appreciate you. Lift your cups up. Here we go. Let's have our first slurp. I don't think we're going to happy unless we see 5,000 people in Rumble today. Rumble sets the precedent for everything else. If we get 5,000 there, we rule the day. Here we go. Big, big news coming out of New York City, ladies and gentlemen. The Great Reset is in full effect, is in full swing. You hear Clay Clark talking about it all the time. You just saw TPUSA and Steve Bannon do something about it as well. It's real and it's here. It's not coming. It is here. They are on full tilt. They are on full swing, full speed ahead. And that is why this show is so amped every day. That's why I yell. That's why I scream. That's why I have the energy of 10 football teams on steroids. Partly because of the field of greens. Shameless plug. I am trying to let you know that they are sending their best players and they are coming with all of their energy. We need to send our best players wearing the full armor of God and meet them in the middle and say no to the global reset because it's happening right now. In New York City, the World Economic Forum, headed up by Klaus Schwab, funded by the likes of George Soros, the evil emperor of Europe and the world, is holding a week-long summit in New York City simultaneously At the same time, that means, as the Clinton Global Initiative that was literally in hibernation for the last six years, right alongside Hillary's chances to ever win the presidency of the United States, you bag of potatoes, you sack of crap, Hillary Clinton and her rapist husband, Bill, put the uh, defibrillators to their Global Initiative Foundation and clear, boom, woke it up. And now they're having a week-long summit in New York City simultaneously alongside the World Economic Forum about what the Great Reset. It's not a joke. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not a myth. It's not a farce. It's not a hoax. It's reality. And it comes right out of the disgusting holes that God has put in their faces. Their mouths, their tongues. On Monday, yesterday, the WEF commenced its Sustainable Development Impact Meetings. Woo, riveting, stupid, and worthless. Where the organization's leaders detail a plan to advance its Great Reset Agenda and eradicate, get this, 
Individual rights and national sovereignty. Individual rights and national sovereignty gone in the eyes of the World Economic Forum. You're going to let them come on your land? You're going to let them come here, whether they're wearing blue helmets or blue uh, ties and, and nice suits or war, uh, war gear, and, uh, war equipment? You're going to let them come on U.S. soil? You're going to let them come here and tell you that your individual rights and your individual ownership and your national sovereignty is dead because they said so? You know what I say? Bring it. Bring it, you coward, god, you cowardly, godless, weak individuals. Bring it, because you've not even begun to see the spirit of the red, white, and blue. You've not even begun to understand why the Japanese said you will never take the, the United States down because there's an American with a gun behind every blade of grass waiting to shoot you in the head. Japanese said that, not me. Bring it. The WEF partnered with a major financial and media institution, with many of them, to execute its You Will Own Nothing and Be Happy agenda. Now, the video that aired at the summit featured Al Gore, a bunch of black rock officials, Pamela Chan, and showcases the World, Economic, uh, World Economics Forum's plan to mitigate the so-called climate crisis. They want ballot drop boxes everywhere. They want no borders. They want you to relinquish your rights given to you by God and enshrined in the Constitution and protected in the Bill of Rights. Who's locked and loaded? I want to play a couple minutes of each of these clips for you and not that we want to spend a lot of time on them because it's nothing but evil. But ladies and gentlemen, let's go to this clip first where they're talking about climate change. So many people have been speaking about the climate crisis. So many things have been put on paper. But the real question is why is it that we're still not acting at the scale and speed that is necessary? Shut up, the five extreme head. weather events that the scientists have long connected to the climate crisis are becoming far more frequent and far more destructive. For 150 years, we built up a world based on the assumption that we can exploit the planet for free and it translates to very dramatic impacts happening right as we speak. The climate crisis is a threat multiplier, which means it exacerbates existing inequities in our society. The impacts are felt most deeply by black, indigenous, and communities of color. We're living through an explosion of inequality. We need to remember we're on the same planet, and this is the planet that we need to make sustainable for the whole of humanity. Hold on, go Climate ahead. Stop, pause this for a minute. All right, I, I want to just stop for a minute. W what, what they're showing you, all of those catastrophes that they're showing you, are things that they've caused. The homelessness, the, uh, the energy crisis, the food crisis, the supply chain crisis, all of it they've caused. All of it they've caused. We could end world hunger and world thirst right now. Today, we could end it all. We could end it all. We could combine all of renewable energy along with, uh, with, with, with natural gas and drilling. We could combine it all and we could live in harmony. We could do it all today. Every bit of it that I just said. We could do it all today. If the world billionaires would all come up with a plan in order to save the world rather than to cause the destruction in the world and then pretend to be superheroes. They spend more money causing destruction and then pretending to be superheroes than they would if they actually fixed the world. Why? Because of power. Power, power, power. Money has nothing to do with it. It's all about power and control. Power and control. Don't ever let anybody tell you that it's about money. These people, to them, money is like air. They just have it. It's not about getting richer. It's about becoming more powerful. There's only, a, there's only a certain amount of money in the world. But there's an endless amount of power if promised by the, by the devil. Climate change is about as real as COVID-19. What I mean by, when I say that is the climate is going to change constantly, day to day, year to year, decade to decade, century to century, and millennia to millennia, just like flu strands change year to year. They are both the same. But they want you to believe that they are both a crisis and or a pandemic, and they are not. They're just not. 
We've raised a lot of money for Sean and his family today. Thank you all very much. Please remember to continue to rumble, like, share. If you're listening on podcast, give a five-star review. Follow me uh, and us on Instagram, Telegram, Getter, all of it. Let's play another video. I don't even want to play the rest of this one. This one just makes me very upset. Let's go ahead and play the Clinton Global Initiative one, as if this doesn't make me upset. Let's go back and play this one now. Hi, we stole your election. And we kill the people that have something to say against us. My name is Killer Clinton. My husband is a rapist. The important thing about this meeting is that all the participants who came here from across the world were told in advance that they would be asked I'm a to make a specific commitment to take action and to declare that commitment in writing. You took action with commitment. a cigar. The Clinton Global Initiative was founded on commitment. We are excited to announce yeah. our commitment. Commitment, our commitment to world domination. We are all making here today. Commitment to one another, to solving problems, to changing the world through action. All of our partners here commit to promote women's rights by using media. To provide clean energy from organic waste streams. To scale financial empowerment globally. To save African elephants. Do you know what these videos remind me of? They remind me of those pharmaceutical videos about drugs where it says, this could, this could actually kill you. It probably will. But look at this nice family swinging on swing sets. On her own household, but she transforms her society. Look at all the devastation that we're causing. We can fix it. Paid for by the Killery and Rapist an Foundation. rooted in trust in a sense of community and a belief that we must work together. All these little things some people may say are incremental turn out to be a great big mountain. So now, the Clinton Global Initiative gathers again to recommit, to demonstrate that our global partnerships represent what true commitment is. Ideas that lead true commitment to world takeover you mean that ladies and gentlemen is what's going on in new york this week you got the world economic forum and the clinton foundation playing stupid videos about how they're helping the world taking action when really they're taking action against the very problems that they've caused and 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 were the catalyst of to begin with but again this is democrat stuff we do we're guilty of what we point our fingers at we're guilty at what we accuse everybody else in the world of being that is the Clintons, ladies and gentlemen. That is the Democrats. Oh, but that, but that sack of potatoes wasn't done. That lying, 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 Hillary Clinton, she wasn't done. She then goes on to say, talk about the 2016, about the year 2016, and how it will go on and live in infamy, she says. It'll live in infamy as she jokes because Donald Trump won the presidency. Check this out. Thank you so very much. I'm as excited to see all of you um, as I could be. Please be seated. Uh, We're having a wonderful um, set of commitments and discussions this afternoon. Uh, If you've been to CGI before, welcome back. I ran into somebody who said, oh, I'm so excited. I'm seeing people I haven't seen for five years. I think we all feel that way. You know, the last time uh, CGI was held, back in uh, September of 2016, a year that shall live in infamy, um, I think it's fair to say... All right, uh, I think she should have said the last time that that, that we held this was when Donald Donald Trump beat the brakes off me during the election and left the world stunned as I realized how incredibly unpopular and unliked and hated I really was. That's what she should have said. And if you think Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Bill the Rapist, if you think that 2016 lives in infamy, wait until we get control of both the Congress and or the, the House and the Senate and the White House again. And once we uh, have all these investigations going and we find out, the world finds out, not us, but the world finds out what really happened. What really happened in 2020, I think 2020 will go down in infamy. Now, I'd like to thank Halloween on Rumble who said the Clintons are like turds that just won't flush. Amen. 
The Clintons are like turds that just won't flush. We've got 4,200 on Rumble, 1,500 on Getter. Let's share, share, share. Let's get it going, ladies and gentlemen. Let's make the world know what the heck is really going on. But the fact that these two major organizations, foundations, world initiatives are meeting at the same time in New York City, this is no joke. This is no, this is no accident. This is strategic. This is premeditated. This is their plan. My question to you is, are you going to meet it head on and stop them as a soldier of God and a soldier of this, this country? Or are you going to sit back and watch videos like this and wait for something to happen? Everybody in this LFA family has got a job and most of you are doing it. And I only say most of you because I don't hear from all of you. But most of you are doing it. Thank you very much. It's an honor to serve right alongside you. Now, all right. Let's get back. Let's get back to the information that we keep uh, getting from all these whistleblowers coming out of the FBI because more whistleblowers have come forward from inside the FBI since August 8th than we've seen for the last year and a half. Why? Because they know that their alphabet agency is so far out of control that there is no reining it back in, at least not quietly. They know, or else they wouldn't be coming forward. That's not a, that's not a coincidence, all right? It's, a re- it's, it's reality. Again, we're here to, we're, we are here every day to help you decipher between what is fiction and what is reality. And the reality is, if you've got all these whistleblowers coming out of an organization where there is smoke, there is fire. The latest FBI allegations coming out of the, uh, out of the uh, with inside the uh, FBI is that the FBI literally manipulated cases Surrounding January 6th and what happened in order to create the illusion of a national crisis. The same thing they did in order to get a FISA warrant, which now they're having to answer to that judge. Thanks, God. And, uh, and what they did to get the, uh, the warrant to, to search Mar-a-Lago and to raid Mar-a-Lago and to steal from Mar-a-Lago. Lawmaker, uh, lawmaker says FBI shift in focus is coming at the expense of other crimes, including child ex- sex exploitation. The top Republican on the House Judiciary Committee said yesterday that a whistleblower has come forward detailing how the FBI is manipulating cases related to January 6th to create the illusion that domestic violent extremism is a widespread problem in the United States of America. And of course, you've got the NY Times and the WAPO out there saying exactly that. So again, where there is smoke, there is fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire, folks. And I want to give a big shout out right now to Representative Jim Jordan. Representative Jim Jordan, you get a toast of the day. Representative Jim Jordan said to a, in a letter to the FBI director, Christopher Wray, that the manipulative case file practice was being conducted by the Bureau's Washington field office, which was instructing local FBI offices to open up cases on their books that were in fact simply related to the Capitol breach. Quote, the FBI's case categor- categorization creates the illusion that threats from domestic violent extremists, right, DVEs, are present in jurisdictions across the nation, when in reality, they all stem from the same related investigation concerning the actions at the Capitol on January 6th, Jim Jordan wrote. He went on to say, such an artificial case categorization scheme allows FBI leadership to mislead, uh, misleadingly point to, quote, significant increases in DVA th- uh, DVE threats nationwide, which is not true. The activity comes as resident Joe Biden and his team try to make the case that supporters of Donald Trump are creating a crisis of extremism in the United States of America. No, the crisis of extremism is cap- uh, communism and Marxism that actually was the basis and the foundation for stealing an election in 2020. 
Jordan said the FBI shifts, uh, shifted focus in uh, coming in at the expense of other crimes, including investigation of child exploitation, which we're actually going to get to right now. The FBI is creating these false narratives, which is causing them to take their focus off other real crimes like child sex abuse cases. This is sick stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Sick stuff. Let me get into some of this, the the child exploitation thing. Uh, Representative Jim Jordan told Tucker Carlson last night, that the agent says the FBI is cooking the books and making it seem like there are cases all over the country when the cases are all from a single black swan event. But what's happening in the meantime is that they are pulling resources, they are pulling FBI agents away from real things in order to facilitate the, uh, the illusion that there is violent extremism because of Trump supporters. You only have so many FBI agents. You only have so many FBI outposts. You only have so much FBI resources. And they're being used up to go and attack you and Trump supporters. And what they're doing is they're taking their eyes off the southern border. They're taking their eyes off the f- fentanyl that's coming in and killing Americans. But most importantly, they're taking their eyes, their resources, their manpower, and their woman power for the liberals out there pulling their hair that watch the show away from child sex trafficking cases, which is leading to an explosion of investigations that just remain unsolved. Unsolved mysteries in real life because of the actions of the FBI trying to make it look like you are a domestic terrorist. Again, are we going to stand up for this or are we going to do our part? The FBI being corrupt is one thing, but the FBI letting serious, heinous crimes happen because they don't have the manpower to stop them while knowingly working and using all those resources to make up something that doesn't exist in order to stop somebody they don't like. That's not only corrupt. That is like the worst sin possible. That is the most ungodly thing to do, to let children suffer because of your hatred of orange man. And it's got to stop, you guys. It has got to stop. At the expense of our children for crying out loud, it has got to stop. Another thing that has to stop as we shift gears into this next story. Now, we're going to shoot from the federal government and the FBI to Arizona because there's an Arizona state senator that's making some serious accusations about child sex trafficking and child children gone missing. But before that, another thing that we have got to stop in this country, ladies and gentlemen, is not only the theft of elections and looking the other way when it comes to crimes, But we've got to stop the theft of our identities and the theft of our homes. If you think, ladies and gentlemen, that them trying to take away everything you own and them trying to say you have no national sovereignty is not connected to the ownership of your home, you're absolutely crazy. Anybody who's a baby boomer, anybody who's Gen X and before understands that your wealth, your safety, and your basically everything that your individualism and your freedom is attached to is your home. Your home is more than, uh, than four walls and a roof. Your home is your sanctuary. Your home is everything that literally your family is founded on. The foundation of your family is your homes. And they're stealing them out from under you. But if you go to HomeTitleLock.com and you use the promo code LFA, they're going to help you out. Even if you don't end up purchasing this Home Title Lock protection on your title. Even if you don't, they're still going to help you out and they're still going to give you advice and they're still going to give you a free scan to see if it's ever been targeted. If you think that this whole NWO thing is literally about just borders, it's about your very own home. This kind of stuff is a domino effect and stems from one thing to another. So again, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy total free peace of mind. Not free, but almost free. Peace of mind and go to HomeTitleLock.com today. Now, let's go to the state of Arizona, because like I just said, this child sex trafficking stuff is out of control and it needs to stop. And one Arizona state senator by the name of David Farnsworth, who we've talked about before, is accusing the Department of Child Safety in Arizona 
of facilitating global sex trafficking, a global sex trafficking ring after 550 children go missing. Now, it's easy to sit here and just report. I mean, it's not easy to, to report the news, but it's a lot easier to sit here and tell you about 550 children gone missing than it is if you were a parent of one of those children and you had to literally hear the, those words. Imagine if your kid was gone today. Imagine if your grandkid was gone today and you did not, you could not find him or her. They were just gone. Most likely they're stuck in a basement getting raped day in and day out. Most likely they're sold to the highest bidder who will literally get them addicted to drugs and abuse them daily. Remember that Liam Neeson movie, Taken? That's exactly what goes on to children who are taken. You think they're taken because there's people who want kids? Oh, look, let's just steal these kids so we can have a family. No, they take them to do the most vile, disgusting things to them. And imagine if you were one of these 550 parents. Imagine. Imagine. I would blow up every city in the world till I found my child if that was me. Arizona Republican State Senator David Farnsworth announced that he is convinced that the Arizona Department of Child Safety is facilitating the global sex trafficking ring of children from Arizona. That's a high, that's a big accusation, folks. That's a big accusation. Roughly half of the missing children are runaways or just otherwise missing. David Farnsworth defeated Dirtbag House Speaker Rusty Bowers in his primary election last month, and thank God he did. David Farnsworth from Mesa, Arizona, has filed a report with the Arizona Department of Public Safety this week accusing Senator Kate Brophy McGee, a Republican from Phoenix, of threatening him if he didn't stop investigating the outrageous claim. The news was first reported by Yellow Sheet Report, a high-priced insider newsletter aimed at lobbyists and government officials. Farnsworth told Yellow Sheet that he has been looking into how, uh, into how DCS lost, lost, more than 550 children last year, roughly half of whom are categorized as either runaways or otherwise missing. Again, it's one of those things like all those adults that are just dying of adult death syndrome and they go, oh, the leading causing death is we don't know. The leading, the leading cause of all these 550 children being gone must be runaways or eh, just otherwise we don't know. Incompetence at the highest level. If not incompetence, then definitely facilitating and working with. And I would not put it past these corrupt officials to be getting paid by the drug cartels to be able to facilitate this or at least look the other way. At least look the other way, which is just as guilty. He said that he fears that children have been abducted and sold into a global sex trafficking ring and said that he has been holding meetings with DCS uh, uh, critics of the agency and fellow lawmakers, including Brophy McGee. Farnsworth acknowledged his beliefs were outlandish, but he said it's not a conspiracy theory. He told Yellow Sheet that he didn't believe that DCF officials were actively selling children into sex slavery, but that they are being lackadaisical at protecting children from predators who do so. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is just as guilty. Guilty by association, or better yet, guilty by ignoring or ignorance. Self-ignorance. Self-inflicted ignorance, meaning that you're ignoring it on purpose. Let's pray to God today, ladies and gentlemen, that we can find these kids. Because if they were one of your kids or one of your grandkids, I guarantee you that you would feel a lot different hearing that story today than you would if you just were one of us telling it or listening to it. It's scary, folks. One story alone, one heartbreaking story alone is enough to make me want to just gut myself and cry. I can't even imagine if one of my kids was gone like that. What could be happening to them while I'm looking for them? What evil is befalling them while I'm out there scouring every corner of the earth? And Democrats and Republicans are guilty of this alike. All for power and money. All for power and money. No integrity whatsoever. All right. We've got to move on. Let's move on to... uh, to what's happening in London, or what happened in London, I should say. As you all know, the Queen was laid to rest and had all her services, right? Joe Biden was there, but he was like 28 rows back, and Donald Trump was trolling him for it, which was funny. 
But one thing, if you did notice, two things, actually. One, Joe Biden got stuck in traffic in London and everybody on the side of the street were going, were, you know, they were saying, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Right? F Joe Biden. I thought that was hilarious as Joe Biden sat in his car looking like the, the crib keeper as he raises up out of his coffin. Come on, man. I bet his crackhead son was in the beast snorting lines off the rug. Anyway, that was funny. But I don't know if you also seen Justin Trudeau. He appeared to be drunk while he was singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Maskless, of course. While he, you know, still pushes COVID on everybody else in Canada. Hey, Canada, Saskatchewan, ladies, eh? And a Quebec pizza is a papa tart with ketchup. Anyway, that's just me going off. Anyway, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I know uh, Canadians are sick and tired of the vanilla Obama. And uh, it is now trending on Twitter. The trend on Twitter right now is Trudeau must go. Hashtag it right now in the comment section and across your social media. Hashtag Trudeau must go. Trends on Twitter. With 1.18 million interactions. That's a lot. Including Trudeau's brother. (laughs) As Canadians express disapproval over the draconian COVID-19 mandates. Including his own brother. There's Mr. Blackface right there. Justin Trudeau. Fidel Castro's rightful son. The Trudeau must go trend continues to gain popularity on Twitter as thousands of Canadians from all walks of life, including his own family members, just like uh, Adam Kinzinger here in the United States, express their disapproval of the cheating Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and the draconian COVID-19 mandates that he has imposed. The new viral trend that started last week has generated over 500,000 tweets or interactions (laughs) until the social media giant decided to stop showing the figures over the weekend. Got to stop doing that. We got to protect those globalists, especially the vanilla Obama. Thousands of Canadians, including Justin Trudeau's own brother, have been tweeting photos of themselves expressing their disapproval of the prime minister over the past week. Can we show some of those photos? Let's do that. Let's have a good time. Uh, Let's remove the lower thirds and let's show some of these photos trending on Twitter. Here we go. I'm a 37-year-old father of 4.5 entrepreneur, crypto, OG, blah, 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 blah. For decades, I've been calling BS on the corporatocracy of my brother, Justin Trudeau. There's his uh, hippie-looking brother. (laughs) Let's move on. Oh, here's another one. I'm a 43-year-old mother, wife, sister, daughter. According to Justin Trudeau, even though I have been vaccine, even you know, I have been vaccinated and, and side effects, he thinks I am extremist for not getting any more. There you go. Let's move on. We've got more. And there's more. I'm 45, born in Calgary, grew up in Montreal. I work in the financial sector. I love my family and my friends, my, my flames. I, I don't know. We don't have flames down here in America. If you do, you're part of the LGBTQ community. Anyway, according to Joe, I am the face... According to Trudeau, I am the face of racism, misogyny, and extremism, says this man. If you're listening on podcast, he happens to be black. I'm Canadian, born and raised in Montreal, Quebec. First language is French. Second, Creole. 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 (laughs) Third is English. Married to my beautiful Russian wife. My family always supported liberals. I will change my family trend. Well, look at that. Everybody's just sick and tired of Trudeau. Here's a 32-year-old college-educated business owner. Says, I contribute to society and I pay my taxes. I believe in free choice. But according to Justin Trudeau, I am an extremist that needs to be dealt with. Trudeau must go. Put it in your... (laughs) Flamer. T. Mitchell. (laughs) Duke 62 Flamer. You You know I gotta throw in those jokes here and there. This is a funny show, right? Right? Anyway, Trudeau must go, ladies and gentlemen. Trudeau must go. We have another person that must go. But before we talk about that other person who must go, I must ask you, ladies and gentlemen, Field of Greens. Okay, yesterday I told you that Field of Greens is all about putting your pictures up as the LFA family getting healthy on their Field of Greens. However, of course, then there's the legalities of it. So I may have to, and I'll find out today, but I may have to get a release form signed by all of you, even in the way of an email, 
So if you have sent your pictures into Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com, we will be going through those and scouring our email for those and saving those. But you might get a reply that says you must reply to this as a, uh, you know, I'm putting my picture up online. It's okay because, you know, we live in a crazy world. But I'll tell you, 99.9% of the LFA family members who have ordered their field of greens and who have started their 30-day challenge have all come back with the same thing. Wow. I never thought I could feel this way. Even people with asthma are saying they can breathe better. It's amazing, isn't it? When you put in your body what God intended for you to put in your body. Greens, fruits, vegetables, organic, not pesticide, not weed killer uh, covered. No, no, no. Pull it out of the ground, eat it. Well, that's what you get in every scoop of your Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen, by Brickhouse Nutrition. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Become part of the LFA Family Challenge. Let's get healthier. Let's get our mind, body, souls, and spirit at the top of, our, uh, of, the, of that level. Let's make sure that we are operating all four at the highest level possible. Get your Field of Greens today, ladies and gentlemen, and start getting healthy with the LFA family because we don't plan on stopping anytime soon. And by the way, take a walk. Take a walk. Take a walk every day if you don't. And then speed up that walk and go a little longer, even if it's to the end of the block and back. Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. I'm hooked, and so are so many other people. All right. We've only got a few minutes left, and we got to go to California real quick. And, it's, and, and, and it continues on children and the safety of our children. Because right now, Radical California, anybody who's listening in California or have family members in California, I urge you to share right now. Because maybe if you share right now, people from that area will log on and just watch this story. A Radical California legislature bill has just passed, allowing the state to subvert parental rights. Get this, you're not going to believe this and take custody of -of out-of-state minors who are seeking transgender mutilation surgeries and they are awaiting Gavin Newsom's signature. Folks, this is why we've got to highlight the evil, corrupt Gavin Newsom now. We've got to highlight the things that he's doing to uh, Californians now. The measure, SB 107, which was introduced in July by Democrat Senator Scott Weiner, of course, as part of efforts to turn California into a sanctuary state for transmutilation of children, a.k.a. gender-affirming care, if you ever hear that, passed both the House and the Senate on August 31st with overwhelming Democrat support. We got to drive this stuff home. The sickening legislation now sits on Governor Gavin uh, Gaslight's desk, awaiting his signature, and he has till September 30th to sign the veto or veto the bill. Literally, what will happen, ladies and gentlemen, is if your child goes to California, is brought there by anybody outside of their parents, California will be able to take legal custody of that child, even if they're under 18, even if they've crossed state lines, which should be a, an actual interstate kidnapping case. Not the kidnapping that Governor Gavin Gaslight is trying to uh, uh, impo- or, uh, accuse Governor DeSantis of, but actual cross-state lines kidnapping. But this bill will make it legal for Governor Gaslight and the Democrats of California to take custody of your underage child and mutilate the crap out of them, destroy their bodies, and send them home very different than they left. That is kidnapping. That, ladies and gentlemen, needs to be investigated by the DOJ. Not Ron DeSantis doing the same thing that Martha's Vineyard turned around and did 24 hours later. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. The dumb, dumb award of the day today is going to go to California legislation and Gavin Gaslight Newsom for being so incredibly stupid. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. That is absolutely ridiculous. Now, speaking on Governor Gavin Gaslight Newsom, okay? Two months ago, I reported to you that he went to the White House. Remember when I showed you the video of him at the White House? That was over two months ago. Why do you think he was there? He was there to do the same thing that I told you that day. He's there to be groomed for running for president for 2024. Whether he goes up against Trump or whether he goes up against DeSantis, he is groomed for 2024. I told you that two months ago, ladies and gentlemen, and last night... That was proven to be right because Gavin Newsom unequivocally is running for president in 2024 if Joe Biden decides not to run, which we know he's not going to. 
Gavin Newsom absolutely plans um, to announce his 2024 presidential bid when President Biden announces that he will not seek re-election. After this midterm election is over, he absolutely is going to announce that he's running for the presidency once Biden announces that he won't be running. That's all going to happen after the midterms. It's all planned out. Biden, whether he's dead or alive, is not running for president. They cannot weekend at Bernie's him any longer because he will not run because they're putting all their money and all their time behind Governor Gavin Gaslight. And he's already announced it. His team has already announced it. As soon as the midterms are over, Governor Gavin Gaslight Newsom will be running for the presidency of the United States of America. Now, Ron DeSantis who seems to have a battle back and forth with Governor Gaslight Newsom because Governor Gaslight Newsom is so incredibly afraid of Ron DeSantis and the power that he yields, especially if he decides to run for president. It'll be be lights out for Governor, uh, Governor Gaslight Newsom, but that's why he's going after other governors that are not in his state that he has nothing to do with. Worry about your own state. You, you uh, Satan in flesh, worry about your own state. Yet this guy's out there complaining about Newsom and complaining about other governors when he doesn't even have his own house in order. Ladies and gentlemen, Governor uh, DeSantis was on Sean Hannity last night. Not too, I'm, fond, I'm not too fond of Sean, but let's hear what Governor DeSantis had to say about all of this. The country and in the dark of night, just leaving them in the middle of the street. So uh, why are they only now paying attention to 50 people that you sent? Well, Sean, it's really frustrating because, you know, you've been covering this millions of people since Biden's been president illegally coming across the southern border. Did they freak out about that? No. You've had migrants die in the Rio Grande. You had 50 uh, die in Texas in a trailer because they were being neglected. Was there a freak out about that? No, there wasn't. You've had criminal aliens get across that southern border and victimize Americans, killing some, raping some. Was there any type of outrage about that? No. And then, of course, we know fentanyl deaths are at an all-time high. Where's that fentanyl coming from? Over the, it's coming over the open southern border. It's only when 50 get put into Martha's Vineyard, which wasn't saying they didn't want this. They said they wanted this. They said they were a sanctuary jurisdiction. These were people who were basically destitute and then put in a situation where they could have succeeded, but that was all virtue signaling. And not only did they not welcome them, they deported them the next day with the National Guard. Give me a break. Yeah, and by the way, just for the record, this was voluntary. All migrants were put up in hotels, given accommodations. They were fed, they were showered, they were offered haircuts and and any other services that they were needed, correct? Yeah, not only that, they all signed consent forms to go. And then the vendor that, that is doing this for Florida provided them with a packet that had a map of Martha's Vineyard. It had the numbers for different services on Martha's Vineyard. And then it had numbers for the overall agencies in Massachusetts that handle things involving immigration and refugees. Wow. So it was clearly voluntary. And all the other nonsense you're hearing um, is just not true. And, and why wouldn't they want to go, given where they were? They were in really, really bad shape. Uh, and they got to be cleaned up, everything treated well, and then put in a situation. Because, Sean, there are jobs available in Martha's Vineyard. There is a lodging available in Martha's Vineyard. Had they lived up to their what they build themselves at as a sanctuary jurisdiction, they could have absorbed those people without a problem. But here's the thing. They said they didn't have housing. They said they couldn't accommodate. Like, let's just say that's true for a minute. Well, what does that mean for these poor towns in Texas? What does it mean for these other places across the country uh, that are seeing influx? What does it mean to these small towns that Biden has dumped so many people in? And so I think what we've been able to do is show that this border is a disaster. Biden has failed on this as much or more than on any other policy. And now people are talking about it. And we want solutions as Americans. We want to make sure that Trump's policies of remain in Mexico can be reinstituted so we can get control over what's going on down there. You know, Governor, it's kind of hard to fathom. 19 months ago, you're right. Our borders were secure. We had stay in Mexico. Uh, We got we eliminated catch and release. Now we have process release. Give a free phone. 
you get preferential treatment, you don't get a COVID vaccine mandate, and then you have free transportation to the state of your choice. This is madness. We had our borders controlled. All right, all right, we had one point four. All right, yeah, okay, Sean, we get it. So anyway, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, um, Governor DeSantis uh, welcomes any kind of uh, challenge uh, issued by Governor uh, Newsom. Governor DeSantis does. And Governor DeSantis is going to continue sending thousands of more to Martha's Vineyard and everywhere else. And I say, send them. If you're not going to... Oh, by the way, somebody yesterday said to me, Jeremy, you criticize Abbott for doing this, but not DeSantis. Apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. For one... Uh, Abbott has a, has, a, uh, has a border state. DeSantis doesn't. Abbott has the ability to close down a border where they're coming across from. DeSantis does not. He doesn't live in the border. Obviously, people come by ocean, but a lot more come over that border, number one. Okay? Number two, ladies and gentlemen, how is he supposed to sh- ship them back over the border right from uh, Texas has the ability to do that. Governor DeSantis just says, hey, get out of my state. Go to a sanctuary state. Get out of mine. So two, it's like apples and oranges, two different abilities from two different governors. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. Remember to go to JeremyHarrell.com. Check out this uh, Faith, Family, and Freedom t-shirt now in women's and men's sizes, all the way from small to triple X. We've got big deals going on, 50% off deals and much, much more. Please go back and rumble all the shows this morning so we can have the same amount of rumbles and we can all be in the top 10. Stay tuned for Mike Crispy's show coming up next here on LFA TV and Rumble his show as well. He's got a barn burner show coming up for you. And remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you at 5 p.m. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. And please, please, please go rumble the other daily videos. I love you all. God bless. Peace.